Hi, I'm Kyle Quayle, and I'm a podcaster, a privileged white heterosexual male, a brother, a son, a friend, and a lover. And I'm Jamie Quayle, a therapist, sister to this privileged white heterosexual male, and I am also known as a loving friend, partner, daughter, and dog mom. And And this this is is Love Love on on the the Brain. don't accept bullshit labels and welcome to episode two season two of love on the brain we are back in the record-breaking heat of colorado and i'm still in a little vacation hangover but happy to be back and treating my body with respect again how are you today jamie (laughs) i feel the same way i i think by today thursday i've finally gotten back in the swing of things but getting back to work was tough and missing the the ocean Yeah, it was uh, weird to have people around literally every single day for 17 days or 18 days when I live in a studio by myself and that doesn't happen. I usually get at least a day to recharge, but I got none of that. So that was really nice to come home. It was a little like vacation hangover at first where I was a little bit sad because I missed everyone, got to see everyone. And the next day I woke up and I was fired up, just ready to get back into the groove of my regular life. I think it took me till today to get there. (laughs) Well, that's good. It's still not too long. I'll take it. And so, even though we're in a 100-degree heat, it was a pretty hot episode last night or a couple hot, nights ago of, of The Bachelorette. And um, since Katie uh, was to go on her first official first date in this episode, I figure it's only natural that we talk about our history and opinions on first dates. What do you think about that? I'm down, if I can remember. Yeah, we'll try. I know Jamie's memory is long-term <laughs> my mem- is a little we've really, Yeah, we've really noticed my long-term memory is quite shot. But we'll do our best. Uh, growing up for me, first dates were almost funny as a kid. I guess I'd, you know, we talked about this last season. Usually like, you like a girl, like, who do you like? And you have to answer. Yeah. <laughs> you like a girl from school and maybe you get her screen name for AIM <laughs> or after eighth grade. It was probably her number. Do you remember what year you got a phone? Um, Mine was eighth grade. And now I think that's crazy. Seventh grade. So it's pretty similar in middle school. Yeah. And you remember like texting boys? I had a Motorola something. It was, it was black. Did you like um, text boys and stuff on it? Yeah, I remember texting Ryan Marku. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't Marcoux sure if I was going to. We'll bleep it out. I was going to. Yeah, right. We'll, yeah, we'll bleep out the It was usually like you would meet the girl and, or the guy and it's like weeks of talking through text. Or it aim. was only texting right. at first. And like maybe you would see them in the hallway, but you wouldn't really. You'd kind of dodge. Yeah. And I think I remember like our first meeting or mine with him was supposed to be one of the dances. And I remember him texting me saying he was going to go out with my friend instead. <laughs> oh, yeah, those are always I had a lot of early of on text rejections. So yeah, that's same. definitely formed. It was, it's really easy to reject people over text message, too, especially when you're younger. And it definitely happened to me a lot, too. Yeah, I remember I was going to a date with the uh, famous now Alyssa Sutherland. We were going to go to yeah. the dance. And she was, and she was like, dance. and I had my friend ask her. And she was so mad that it had happened. She wanted me to ask her. Like her directly, but whatever. We went to the dance, and I don't think I looked at her when yeah. the entire down. They may have been looking. I know. At I'm her. trying to think when my like first actual date date was, and I just. Well, for me, it would go from text. I want to say it was college. And aim. That's crazy. Really, like a dinner date. I don't remember going out to dinner. Wow. I, in high I had school, more dates in high school total than I've had Did since we go out for to sure. Dinner? Any of my ex-boyfriends in high school, let me know if we went out to dinner. We'll reach out to them. (laughs) I apologize. Um, But yeah, usually you'd get to know them through talking or text. So the first dates were different. And then I think I meant, I didn't mention this yet, but a group hangout was usually like, okay, she's with her friends. I'm with my friends. Then that was kind of the date, but it was never a formal date until much later. You know, usually my mom or dad 
driving me to the movies or to the mall or something. And then Ooh, um, movies that, yeah, that, that was just jogged it, right? my memory. Yep, it, yep. It, it was me spending the movie usually with sweaty palms, trying to figure <laughs> out the right time to go for a kiss. I, I have a good first date movie. Oh, here we go. Okay. <laughs> totally forgot about this. There you go. Um, it comes up when you, it was a double date, of course. So it wasn't fully one-on-one, but it was a double date. So it was still the intention was there. And we went to the movies to see Kung Fu Panda. Oh, okay. And Classic I choice. remember um, the person who I was on the date with put his arm around me very awkwardly, like around my shoulder mm-hmm. area. But when he did it, I was looking down. And so my hair was caught under his arm. Okay. And I couldn't look oh, up right, without right, right. it causing like a thing. And yeah. I really should have said, oh, wait, hold on. And like moved his arm and, and adjusted and said, put, put it back. Right, right. But I was so, too no, nervous, yeah. not confident at all to say anything like that. So right. I watched the entire movie, like <laughs> my head down and looking up like at the screen. Yeah. And it was... It was my neck hurt afterwards, and uh, I think we only dated for like I don't even. I guess we did officially date. I think that was our only date. Okay, yeah, it didn't Sean work Gorman. Out. No, it wasn't him. <laughs> okay. Jared Aronowitz. Oh, I love Jared. I think <laughs> yeah, Jared was cool. Friend of the program. I know. I used to coach. Him I broke in up with him through text. So well, that's in high school. I think what that's goes okay. around. Comes so around. A lot of people just ghost. So I think that's a step Shoot. up from there. But that's perfect. Uh, a segue into my movie date that I was going to bring up because, like I said, there wasn't any official dinners or really anything until much later in high school. So I had a date and it was the first time that I got blue balls, Jamie. Do you know what blue oh. balls are? <laughs> yes, Kyle. All right, well, some people think it's a made up thing, but I can I assure do. you it's fucking not. It's fucking not a made up thing. Blue balls, uh, known medically as epididymal <laughs> hypertension, is a condition that can affect people with male genitals. It's not serious, but causes pain and aching in the testicles after having an erection without an orgasm. It's often accompanied by a bluish hue in the testicles, which I've never seen, but (laughs) most men do not get EH frequently. So let's get into it, whether Jamie wants to or not. Okay. (laughs) I think this is okay with you. I'm down. Okay, okay. So Not yeah, I, I, uh, I dated this girl whose parents famously owned four McDonald's in a bank. I don't know if you remember her. She was a... Ariana, is that her name? Yes. I, I'm definitely going to bleep that one yeah. out. She was a cute little emo girl and I met her at the mall and within a week we were exchanging notes in the hallway and kissing at her locker, which was a big deal when you weren't like formally with someone. And we decided to go on our first date and it was some Hugh Grant romantic comedy. Actually, Ooh, I, I, I looked Hugh it Grant up. So much. It was such a bad movie. It was the music and lyrics it was called. Oh, with Drew Barrymore? I think so. I almost watched that I the other day because I like it. <laughs> I wouldn't have known like what it was. Movies. I had to look it up again. That was the year 2007, I think. But I love him. Anyway, we had plans not to watch it. We were just trying to meet up somewhere dark, I think. And I remember going for it pretty early and just a bunch of classic teenager movie making out for the whole movie. And you know, you can't do too much in a public setting. So I remember a lot of rubbing in both of our danger zones but (laughs) nothing further. So the movie ends. I get up and I walk her to the parking lot where her mom picks her up and my mom picks me up. And as soon as I get in mom's car, it hit me. My balls feel like they're in a fucking vice. Like, I didn't know what it was at the time. I didn't know what to do. I wasn't comfortable sharing that with mom, but I remember her obviously noticing. Her was super aware. Her child's in extreme discomfort and her asking me, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I'm just like, nothing, nothing. (laughs) And I I hadn't, like I said, I hadn't even heard of blue balls at that point. So I'm like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) That's scary. But I get home, just go lay down. There was no ice or I didn't want to admit it. Just kind of mind over matter. And luckily, Mm. eventually they they go away. So anyway. Wait, I have some confession about this girl. Okay. I think, and I don't know if I've told you this before, and I don't know if this is true. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I think I went on the computer, like the shared family computer once, and you still had like a chat open oh, with her. Oh, no. And was she, did she have a pregnancy scare? 
I don't with remember. Because you? Uh, I, I feel like I remember her We didn't talk. have sex, so definitely not with me. Oh. Maybe with herself. Really? Yeah, <laughs> def- no, definitely not. Okay, well then maybe it was something about her period. Maybe. We were pretty open with each other. That's interesting. It was something, I remember it being something like sexual and like I was, as a little, yeah, like, huh. when I was like scared. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. It's like, oh no. <laughs> right, right, right. Jeez. Oh God, that's All hard. All those no. seventh heaven episodes. Right. Yeah. No, I, I had, I've, I mean, I've taken a couple pregnancy tests, not me personally because I can't get pregnant, but. Have you it, gone and bought? Yeah, for, for others? sure. And yeah. we had in the old Burger King parking lot. <laughs> I, I took, took one, one in the Dunkin' Donuts it's bathroom. Like, it's, <laughs> a, it's like a really weird form of excitement when it comes back non because there's also some disappointment like i wanted to be i want to be fertile you know i really want to be fertile yeah, that's but thing you don't want to get but you don't want to get i took pregnant. so many unnecessary pregnancy tests right there's a lot i, I know so everyone scared. i know is so hyper or not at everyone. that age it's all, it's i've funny, reached actually. the age now i told max i was like listen if something happens i'm not yeah. taking plan b or anything right 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 well yeah i think that's fair because it kind of can deroute your life in, in early high school but now it's a, it's a little bit different but it's hard to get pregnant that's something i've learned a over bit time of a tangent. to kind of yeah but that's that's what we do. Um, so anyway, yeah, those uh, that you know, that that girl was keeping with her. I know I'm going to tell her to listen to this one. She was the rich one who had an indoor pool and a supercomputer that made me the fake report card. Do you remember that? She made it for me. It was so good. It was flawless. I would have gotten away what with it. What even is a supercomputer? You know, I wouldn't want to go there because I really can't explain it to you. It's this thing that can do a lot more things than like a natural processing. I think it just has really high processing oh. power to do different cool things. But anyway, so it was a good ass report card and I probably would have gotten away with it, but I, I infamously made the grades too good and mom and dad were like, there's no way you got mostly A's. You haven't done that since grammar school. And they, Called you and out. They checked with the school and I was busted. Damn. Yeah. Speaking of busted, yeah, blue balls I learned that day were nothing to fuck with. Uh, I've gotten them three or four times, and this might be interesting. In my last relationship last year, when we first started dating, we weren't hooking up at all. I got blue balls without any sort of touching. For the Ooh, first yep, time yep, ever. Yep, yep. That's never happened to me. So That's literally strong sense of blue balls from incredible conversation, which is a true story, which is wild. You know what I hate? I've had guys like use blue balls as a reason yes. as to why you need to finish, I need to keep going. Which is, yeah, that's where it sucks because it's a real thing where I've had. I know. And I'm sensitive to that. And you don't owe anything. I that's don't the, owe you shit. That's the bottom line. I 1,000% agree. If I was a girl, I'd be like, go finish it off yourself, buddy. That's what I would probably well, say. Well, my adult self, I think once I reach a certain point in college, that's exactly what I would say. Yeah. I'd be like, there's a bathroom right there, bud, yeah. and I've got lotion. Yeah, I think that's, a, that's the right thing to do, I think. <laughs> no, it's good that we brought that up, too. Uh, do you remember, like, your first dinner date that we talked about? That Do you think it was uh, high school, college, maybe? Do you remember, like... Because it's just our generation, even nowadays, is not very like I'm and now I'm in this dating process. I'm kind of like doing it traditionally and it feels a little odd because it just was nothing that I ever did. Really, it was I would go on dates with my girlfriend, but not like a first date dinner date. I don't know. I I was very rejecting young because, like I said, I was I was rejected by boys early on, like my first couple of boyfriend, quote unquote, um, or like people that I liked was rejected. And so then to protect myself, I think I tried to play it really cool with the guys I was with. And so I remember even in college being asked out by one of my freshman roommates or not roommates, uh, dorm mates. He was like, well, we've been hooking up. Like, let's go out Mm -hmm. for a dinner. Like, I want to take you out. And I like laughed at him (laughs) and was like, that's, I think we should just keep it casual. And he was like really hurt. And I was surprised. And that's when I was like, oh, maybe I, I think I reject romance and love. Out of protection, out of protection. I don't remember, and again, any 
old boyfriends from high school, the specific one, if you listen to this mm. podcast, who we dated most of it, if we went, I think we would go out to dinner, but not the first couple yeah, not times, the, not, not until we were dating. Yeah. And there's no one who you met randomly or like, Hey, I don't, we don't know anything about each other through texting yet. We want to go out and get to know each other. It's probably, it hasn't happened. I yet. don't think it wasn't until college. Yeah. But you've had a couple since then. Have you ever had like a one and done where you dated a guy once and you're like, nah, I'm, that's pretty, I'm pretty much done with that. Um... Any, like, really bad dates at all? No, just the one in Boulder when I first moved here. Um, it was my only... I don't think I met up with anybody else on, like, Tinder. I met somebody on Bumble. Oh, well, yeah. And I... Because I had been here and I was like, I just want to meet people. And right. this guy ended up... He grew up in Boulder, so he knew... That's perfect. A bunch of his friends worked at different bars and we went to each, got free drinks, food. He was really cute and I had a really fun time. He just went to the bathroom every... I want to say 10, 15 minutes. That's it crazy. was frequent. That's cocaine. And he was, he was nervous <laughs> and he eventually was like, listen, like I have a urinary tract problem. Oh, there's nothing worse than So I'm going to be going to the bathroom a lot. Like it's really embarrassing, but I just want to say, I was like, wait, that's awesome. I love that. He's telling me. Right. And this, we grew up with a mom and a brother with peeing problems. This is like very vulnerable <laughs> thing. I was problems. like, great. But then. Second time we hung out, we went to see one of his friend's bands play and he had a lot of cocaine on him okay. and was doing a lot. And then oh, I was no. like, I think you were doing coke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think you got <laughs> the a whole problem, date. Huh? Uh, yeah. That makes sense why if a coke addict would say lie about it and, and say they have a peeing problem. That makes a lot of sense yeah. to me. And we only went out like those two times. Yeah. Well, I wish the best for him. Hopefully he's uh, recovered or finds some kind of peace somewhere, you know? You know, he had quite an interesting life trajectory. He was leaving for like Indonesia for months. Okay. Um, and he was he was staying over one night and he was just like opening up to me like, I just I feel lost and this and that. And I was tired and I was yeah. like, Hey, yeah, like I don't really know you. Like, I can't talk right now. Mm-hmm. So if you like would like me to order you an Uber, that'd yeah. be fine. Right. And he was so coked out he couldn't sleep, so he was oh, like, Yeah, Jesus. I'll just go home. Oh my god, yeah. He just went to party This some is more kind of a depressing story. No, hey, listen, that's what we want the truth on love on the brain for sure. I've I don't think I've had any one and dones per se, and I'm I have that weird thing about dating apps where I'm on them and I actually promote the podcast through them and that's been successful but my bio says that I'm too romantic to end up with someone from a dating app because I just I, it's ego probably and a little petty but I just need like some kind of some kind of nice like little story but you know maybe one day I'll, I'll change it up uh, who knows I, I did I met up with one girl and halfway through I was started thinking about my ex so much and and I was just like I couldn't think about anything else. And I got back, I sat down, and I, I gave her like forty bucks in cash and said, I literally can't stay this. I stay here, I have to go. Wow. Well, that's nice. Yeah, I, I probably should have just stuck it out, but I was I was hurting. I was like twenty three or twenty four or something like that. But you know, not really bad dates. I don't know. I've only had a couple first dates, not many. I would say I love first dates, but I definitely if I have a problem, I tend to over talk. Uh, I just, if you can listen to this podcast, you probably not get so hyped and I just, <laughs> and, and then you add the bit of nervousness in and you want to keep the conversation flowing at all costs. And I have so much to say. And this one date with this girl, Morgan, she must've said three sentences while I oh, babbled no. on for two hours about just so, I'm just so happy. And she was, I could tell it was still a good date overall. You love to connect with people, I think. Especially through words and through language. I, I guess I just have so much to say. And it's an interesting navigation because it's not like the old days where, you know, I get to know someone through text and I've been talking about or whatever. So it's hard to know how much to share and ask. And, you know, you want to show up authentically and kind of let the person know who I am, but you can't go too far. Right. And it's actually kind of difficult for me, but it's exciting as well. I, oh. 
No, please. I think a theme for all of my dates that I can recollect, like first, whether they're hangouts or actual date out, like restaurant or a movie or something, like hike. I, I always find it funny. And I love this part. I love the giddiness and the almost um, rose-colored glasses that oh, you yes. see everything that through. So it's like the smallest little things. You're like, me too. Yeah, like, right. yeah I had a dog that died. And it's like, oh my God, my aunt died last <laughs> yeah, week. Yeah, right, like, exactly. you know, there's anything and you just get so jazzed to attract one another mm-hmm. to see. And if it does start to work, it's just like. It feels magical and just... Um, it's one of our favorite things. It's part of the reason why we do this podcast. Uh, I love it so much. The, the, Katie's feeling it now with all these different guys. And it's just the feeling, the beginning of love is so much fun that oftentimes when I am contemplating about settling down, I'm like, well, I never get to go on a first date again. And that gives puts me in a, a little bit of a place. But who knows? And the, the other thing that brings us up with me, we talk. I know me and you both watch a lot of nature docs and... There's a mating process with all animals, right? It, I don't care if you're a bird, a frog, to get attract a mate. There's. Do you think that that happens with humans? You know, you, like I said, you've seen plenty of docs, and some of the I rituals just, are unbelievable. I just watched one recently, The Life in Color with David Attenborough, and like I didn't realize that usually the more colorful. I mean, I kind of knew, but it didn't click. But the more colorful ones are the males mm-hmm. because they have to use attract that to mates. attract yeah. the females. And mm-hmm. then it's always the female choice, which is interesting, which makes sense. Yeah, it's here too. Um, because she's, the female is the, she's one, the who one gives the life right. that the man's trying to pass mm-hmm. on. So it's like she's, up to them. Yeah. But I feel like I've adopted, or at least in my dating experience, I adopt, like, I put on the colors and really adopt this, again, probably protection mechanism, (laughs) but, like, the shininess to attract others and the games you have to play. Visually. Yeah, visually. Well, sure, yeah. And just my, like, attitude. Right. The charm or whatever I put on. That usually goes away after we start dating. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just so crazy because there's been some, I think it was Planet Earth was the first one that was nuts for me where the bird like extends its stuff out or the peacock goes crazy and it's like huge. It's not who they are. And then they attract the mate and then they kind of, then I have to imagine they get to know each other (laughs) at conscious level. But you know, I've tried my whistle with, bird whistle with women. It doesn't seem to work. So. Nothing. Yeah. There's just nothing there, but it doesn't work on humans. And like I said, absurd mating dances and calls. A lot of times fluffing yourself up, showing outside of who you really are. And I do think that humans do have a similar thing where it's almost a little bit like you were speaking to, like a little bit of gaming in the beginning. Well, there's this and that. I, this is my favorite this part. This is why I I'm attractive. This is why I love flirting. This is what I have. Flirting is so great. Oh, um, and it's just like you don't have to expose your absolute full traumas and self. And that's probably okay. I think on my previous couple first dates, I have been actually going directly into these traumas because it's on this thing that it's in my life. It's kind of present in my life right now. And I kind of want to just get it out there like officially. So it's a little bit easier. And it's both partners that I was on the date with reflected the same thing back and they were easy. But, I you know, it's hard to know if that's the right thing to do. And it's exciting, like I said. Well, that's how I would say, I would say Max and I, he was like the first one that I was... Um, the most mature way of meeting somebody and our first date at a coffee shop. I just remember I had drinking a coffee before you got there and I was just like buzzing out of my mind. Mm. It was earlier than normal, but he was like, well, do you get up early? I'm like, yeah, sure. But I was like, oh, this is really early. But so I was already buzzing and I do remember us really getting into like my mom died and he's like, my dad left me you. And I was trauma bonding, which I yelled all episodes. Trauma bonding. Um, Perfect. So trauma bonding and then like 
music was a big thing for us because I think it is like a very connective thing. I remember that date specifically and then our first actual date which we had to drive an hour and a half to a hike that was okay. a, another three hours so and then your, an hour and a half back so that's your second that's date. our second date so that's a little risky wouldn't you say didn't think about that until after i got home. yeah which is good. literally glad, until yeah. after i got home i was like this isn't weird like i met this guy everything's fine or the coffee date was great the coffee like. date was great but i remember we went back and forth each playing a song for each other and there's one song that will probably be played at our wedding should we get oh, okay. married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jury's out. That we both were like, oh, nobody knows this song. <laughs> and it was all of a sudden like, oh, it's like meant to be, you know? Right. It's a lot of stuff on all first dates. <laughs> all those happens. like meant to be moments. No, it's, it, I love them. Like you said, it's just it's but, good to embrace that shit. You don't have to get too crazy about I it. I think it was good that I was, you know, my intentions were I'm here. I'm going to grad school. I want to work on all this shit. And that's even something I said to him on the quote unquote, first slash second date, I was like, listen, I'm going into grad school with the intention of not hiding anything and doing things very differently, being like kind of burst wide open. And so I'm not going to, that's going to be hard for me to show up. And I don't know, I'm going to have to take this slow. I don't know if I can do it, but we didn't really take it that slow, (laughs) but it was a blessing because I couldn't hide things like I normally did because I was working on myself so much. And it ended up creating such a deep connection yeah it's amazing so. in a perfect world yeah you want to be completely authentic and open up and have that person be you just don't want to know if you put someone out of their comfort zone like we even see in this bachelorette yeah. episode katie bang opens up to him and greg wasn't quite no. ready in the beginning and grief is such another thing like people are so uncomfortable talking about yeah death you, especially grief. yeah no absolutely and yeah so i you talked about your intentions and it's like in high school and even my early 20s my intention was not to be like exclusive with someone ever right. ever so really last year was when I was 28 when I started dating thinking, you know, I'm getting older and I think I'm ready to go steady, as they say. <laughs> so I think that's really a whole different style of, of dating. And maybe that's why I've jumped into the more authentic kind of thing head on. And now that I've somewhat grown up and am looking for deeper connections instead of just an eventual ejaculation, maybe the first dates <laughs> uh, have for sure changed. I've only been on three, really, since I've decided to get more serious. And my options are usually one of three things. Uh, either a walk, which I think is great, coffee, mm-hmm. or a casual meal, def- depending on the vibe and what I feel with the, would be best with the specific woman. A walk mm-hmm. is great because, well, nature is great. It can be relaxing. Very regulating, yep. And you have no, like, implications after a walk. It's short. Mm-hmm. If you don't like it, you can get out of there. And the same thing with coffee. The coffee is probably my favorite. Great move by Max and you. Yeah. Because, you, like you said, you both get high on the caffeine. You're already high in attraction. So it's bubbly. Everything is great. And you yep. talk for as long as you want. And there's, again, again, no implication about no alcohol involved. Nothing right. like that. So I think right. coffee is a great one. What do you think about that? What's the perfect first date in Jamie Quayle's mind? Was it the coffee? Um, The coffee was awesome because it is less committed. Like grabbing coffee is different than like grabbing a meal because that's a whole process. It takes longer. You takes longer. You have to wait till it's complete over to leave. If yeah, you and want with to. coffee, you know, there's always that like, oh, should we get another? Or like, right. and, and you, you are decisions. buzzing, you know, with one another. I so love I loved, caffeine. I loved that, and I was, you know, I am quite an early person and love coffee, so it was really nice. Um, trying to think of any other. I mean, I'm such a food person. Yeah. That I I do love being taken like out new, to. I love oh, being taken too. out that to dinner. We went out to dinner a lot. We all love doing that, and so I do enjoy like a good romantic 
dinner. Definitely. Um, for a first date. Yeah, especially if you're already established a little bit with them as opposed to not knowing someone at all. That all comes into account when yeah. making the plans for the first date. I, I really liked the the first like the bumble date that I had because we hit I was new in Boulder and he knew it, so he took me to all these different places and it just felt like, oh, I'm like going getting to see the place and so it was like fun for me, not just about like the connection, but about me seeing Boulder. Too, yeah, which that makes cool. a lot of sense to me. It's a perfect thing to do when you move here by yourself and you have no one else. It's hard to meet, you know, go up to people at a bar, especially as a, a woman. It's really yeah. difficult. So but when I was younger, it was a lot of like, do you want to come over and watch a movie of and course. hang out? Yeah, it wasn't like dates, dates. Like it, like I said, it had nothing to do with a long lasting connection, at least in my mind. And that yeah. is, I don't know if I was super upfront with that always. But, uh, you know, once I ran into my 20s and even uh, Belmar in 20s, I was always, hey, this is like I'm not. Like, I'm moving soon. This is going to be just for fun. Mm -hmm. And so you have the different styles. So before we move on to the episode, I did get permission to talk about my latest first date, which was a pretty great one. And I'll I, just sit back and analyze. What's her moon sign again? I need, you to come in. I need you, Capricorn. I need you to come in whenever you feel uh, right. And okay. I, I figured, why not? Let's share it with the people. I'm a little uncomfortable, but it's got to be interesting for people to hear about this, right? When you think everyone loves to hear your dating stories, <laughs> don't you think so? I would love it to hear random people's. Well, I feel Gemini extra and invested in it because we've just heard about this woman for it was a quite a, a quite an event. Yes, there was it was a, a romantic sized in a crazy couple weeks obviously you saw her we met at the wedding that Mm -hmm. i talked about last week and i had a decent amount of bullet as you also know on the rocks at the open bar and you had a decent amount of everything (laughs) (laughs) i was being coy but yes you're absolutely correct and um you know it's a wedding so love's in the air as it often is and we took that crazy bus back and luckily i think the big key was i had that pizza on the bus that Lori and james's wedding did you eat it yes i ate part of it that was the key because i think that sobered me and up enough just enough to still be somewhat charming and, and you and max went to bed because you're lame or mature or whatever and oh, <laughs> I, no, <it's>, Both. <laughs> I called up uh, matt and josie our cousin and his girlfriend we went down to the after party and i saw the girl sitting at the bar that i'd seen earlier at the cocktail hour who i thought was obviously really pretty and the memory as you guess is you can guess is a bit fuzzy but i think i said like one sentence to my aunt Joni and matt and josie when we went down there and i just darted to the bar where she was sitting and i said three tequila shots which is a move oh. when you're already drunk i <laughs> uh, gave one to her and her sister and i saw in her eyes immediately that she was attracted to me Ooh. you can usually tell i right? think so yep you can tell especially if you're scientific and look at the pupils because the pupils dilate i'm mm. sure you know that when they when you're attracted to someone and That's hers were very big eyes straight up and her pupils were just as dilated so i was like it's on it's on i got this and i won't go i can't go into too much detail half because i can't remember it and half because it's personal but we hit it off pretty immediately and she said that she saw me earlier and said i was her type and she said you know she was definitely my type as you know if i have a type and i was wondering if you believe in types i i was saying like i don't like it's kind of you can have like a loose kind of type but if you look at all my girls i've dated it's, it's a similar kind of thing I'm attracted to but yeah. obviously as you get older that for me the soul is by far the most important part and so it becomes something else as opposed to you know a skinny tan brunette which is what I've always said well I mean I need to do more deep diving but I've recently become aware that apparently I'm very attracted to Aries energy so okay. when it comes to like looks I think I had a type like kind of the um, really That's not. I about. like tall guys, looks. but I didn't really date any taller guys. Like uh, all I the like, guys yeah. I've dated, nothing were huge, under but... six feet. Okay. Um, yeah. Was like six feet. No, no under okay. six. All right. Um, but I I've realized that they all have had Aries 
in our chart. So I think astrologically we can be attracted to a certain right. sign. Yeah, but Aries are like notoriously attractive. So yes, and they're also stubborn. But and Max children. is the only blonde I've really. Well, Max, dated. that's not fair. Max is eleven. Max, out of yeah, I know. He's Max so is just hot. universally. Yeah, that's not. That's the not. eyeballs. There's some alone. people where it's like it doesn't. I remember that on our first is. date. I, I don't think I've ever dated anybody with blue eyes and. That was the one thing yeah. I looked at him. I'm like, oh my god! Right, right. Well, you remember I wore famously blue contacts in high school. Oh I've yes, always, I've always about that. I've always, in fact, just one for a long time, just because I had to be a little stupid. Sure. Thick, right? But sure. I, I love blue eyes as well. I would have got sucked in uh, for Max, like I have a few times actually. I think. Anyway. <laughs> but so anyway, so we stayed at the bar until it was like literally us two talking, and it was the roam the hotel, and it was it was nice, you know, walk outside, take the shoes off, looked at the looked at the moon, all that good stuff. And the last funny thing is her dad came down. And sat with us for a bit and I just remember telling him I said sir you're gonna remember me because it doesn't matter what you say I'm going to marry your daughter I just remember them thinking I was really funny it was like, well I remember the next morning you walked down still in your you had like you we woke you up yes. and you had like 10 or five minutes like to get yourself well, we didn't get back up. until 4 a.m no and then you were still definitely drunk and the only clothes you didn't get your clothes from the car so the only clothes you had were your suit it's from the wedding. suit, my tie, run amok. He had just taken a shower and his hair was not combed or done <laughs> in any way. And in, like still you could, the body movements of yeah. a drunk well, I was still, It was like guy. that transition from drunk to hangover that was happening in real and, time. And like you looked good. It was really just the hair. Like, if the right. hair was done a little bit, you would have looked fine. Right. And then you have like your bag. And <laughs> I just remember seeing her dad's face. So he yeah. walks down the hallway and just... Like he like it clicks. Like this is the guy, <laughs> and he like puts his hand out. Night, I think shakes charming, your hand. And, yeah. and you were like, "Oh shit!" Or you just I think so I just mumbled. I mumbled yeah. like a nice to meet you or something like that. And I shook laughed, his hand. and then you walked away, and I saw him look like. What the hell? But was he started that? cracking. Yeah, up. He was he, laughing. He, was like, he thought what it was hilarious. Because I had so much to say the previous night. Yeah. And the next day we woke up and I had nothing to say. I could no. barely bring out the words, which is <laughs> hilarious. But it was very. Funny. It was a great night, and it was it's twenty twenty one. So I didn't get her number, but she followed me on Instagram. What happens and slid in my DMs, <laughs> as they say, and we arranged a first date. Um, and uh, it was uh, we were at the beach. I was staying with my buddy, and it was probably a top three first date I've ever been on. That's at least fair to say okay. that. Uh, we talked about ourselves, me more than her, because like I said, I can't shut up. But <laughs> her eyes were fully dilated still the whole time, and Check we were both we were both smiling like mother, like so fucking much. And um, then we they just stayed in the pizza place for like two and a half hours. I think they were like trying to get us to go because there's limited seating in there. So like okay, so then we went to the boardwalk, and she mm. said she knew a bartender at this bar on the boardwalk. So I'm like awesome. So we go in there and order two drinks and go to pay, and the bartender goes, "Oh, it's an open bar," and we're like, "Wait, what?" And she and he says, are you with the party? And she, which I loved, obviously, she goes, yeah, without thinking twice about it. And we tip and we drink and then a table opens up. And this was our fatal flaw here because Uh we go sit down and some uh, big lady walks up to us shortly and goes, hey, do I know you guys? And I'm like, I'm just like sitting there. I'm like, um, probably not. And she goes, this is a private event I paid for. And I kind of go, so do you want us to leave then? Do we have to leave? And she's like, yeah, you should probably leave. Oh, no. Uh, no signs up or anything. How would you have handled that if somebody walked into one of your open, uh, an open bar that you, because for me, I would be like, I'd get, I'd try, I'd get their vibe. I'd be like, wow, you came in here, you did, had the guts to do this? Yeah, chill, how, how, what's your life story about? I would be talking to them and be interested. I don't think I'm the type of person <laughs> no, to kick not. anybody out. Oh, no, no but I, I don't see you super welcoming either. <laughs> <laughs> that's just the first instinct um, depends on where I'm at in terms of the party like if yeah. I'm like sober and in Jamie controlling take care of people yeah, mode there's no way you would be mean I might I wouldn't be mean but I might say like oh just I might 
I might probably stare at them and talk and not, it was but confusing, not do anything. The bar was open. It was on the boardwalk. There was no signs or anything. So they'd be like, hey, I don't know if you didn't. Well, was it a out. wedding party or just I, like a party? Like it, it, it had to be or work something? or something because like it seemed party? uncomfortable. <laughs> there was not a lot of comfort. But what's the setback either? It's just a couple more people get the right. drinks. Yeah. And that's it's really not. I guess you, like, we took the table away. You could say that's an argument. But so oh, yeah. we could, if we just stay in the bar, we'd probably just be able to stay there for. For a while, it's like it's again. You would be able to feel the vibe. But you finished your drink before you left. Oh, I don't think we even finished, but we just took another, maybe a big chug. But it's like a good story now. You left and you laugh and well, you both get in trouble together a right, little bit. Right, you know, bonding. see how she, you know, <laughs> see how you can react in those situations. And we, uh, we walked the boardwalk for the end of it and ended up on a lifeguard stand for a good hour and talked Ooh, more. Oh, the Marissa Cooper. Oh, is that what it was? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She likes to sit on the lifeguard stand. Oh, okay. And look well, out she on the actually ocean. mentioned the OC at one point well, too. Uh, here unprompted. We are. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that was it. Was really great. Got to look at the Atlantic Ocean as it got dark, and then oh. I went. and ended up meeting up with my friends afterwards. So okay. it was the night before my birthday. So it was really, really cool date and um yeah i guess uh, you know it's a great first day i don't know what's gonna happen with us but as long as she consents i'll keep our audience updated so you can okay. reach out to us see if that was too much <laughs> or too little let me know i think it's pretty interesting though yeah all right any questions last comments <laughs> concerns <laughs> on first dates jamie that was a good half hour i think no i liked it i like it too i i mean it's funny at our at our group today every um every thursday in my office we have like a group and we have a member of our group all of us are in like long-term committed relationships except this one woman and she's just literally smiling and buzzing and it's just like i met somebody and yeah. i've only known him for a week and had that energy and i literally my heart started racing yeah, that's great i felt giddy and she was talking about him and she's like i'm just so excited like that look everything's King magical ariel's in love is that the line from the little mermaid and i just watched <laughs> me too so did i first time in a so long time i forgot how good it it's was it's so good i forgot about scuttle completely scuttle is <laughs> Amazing. He's such a funny character. And so is Sebastian, who's yes. one of my favorites. Incredible character. And I will forever defend The Little Mermaid to anybody that says it's not a feminist movie. I don't care. What's funny <laughs> is that I was I've been I'm hearing so that defensive. I've been hearing that opinion and I watched it again. And it was like I was like, no, he, she watched him Bright young be a women, good guy. <laughs> yeah, it's the, those songs are great. Stand. I was I was in the backyard at one point with my phone blasting that and the uh, the guy's neighbors was like, "You're right, man." Listen to I did a whole Disney. I'm more than all right. This is like the best part of my life. But no, I well, she's 16 and, you know, becomes married and, you know, does end up, she gets what she wants and it does Damsel have to happen through energy. a man to get it. But, like, there's so much more Why did Ursula involved. want her voice so bad? That's what I didn't get. Uh, I mean, it was a great voice, but what? She didn't, she, Ursula's a sea witch. Well, she thought about it because she wanted her voice because she knew that she'd be able to, it would detriment Ariel because that's how Eric. So she just wanted the poor unfortunate That's soul. what Eric knew about Ariel right. or this woman was that her voice right. because then when he sense. met Ariel and she didn't have a voice he's like oh it's not her so it would be in, so then she just wants another poor unfortunate soul yeah so she's trying to sabotage yeah. yeah just straight up I was thinking like I was tricky, trying to get her in game yeah she's not cool that Ursula although when she turns into a woman I'm like oh sure I know well <laughs> like, I know that might be more my style than Ariel the dark, the dark, <laughs> a little dark darker <laughs> no, a little no, more no, Scorpio no. a little more Rachel <laughs> Kirkconnell probably probably Kirkconnell 
All right. So <laughs> that was a really good segment. Uh, you can hang with us after the break and we'll get into Katie's. We'd love to hear any of your first date oh, sure. tragedies or yeah. comedies. Yeah, please. We'll talk about them. We'll analyze them. You can lo- uh, email at us at lovinthebrainwiththequails at gmail.com with any of that good stuff. So Good stuff. Good stuff. So, <laughs> blue balls. So anyway, blue balls, first dates, all that. Hang with us after the break and we will get to Katie's first date on The Bachelorette when we return. ceremony from last week like i've said we don't really know anybody yet but we will start to now probably the group date starts off in beautiful new mexico and carl is immediately just way too extra before the names are read for the date if you remember that he comes in he's like do not what you can do this is the hunger games bro he's going it's a competition he's he's going for screen time and you can tell no one no one gives a shit no one immediately yeah they want him to stop talking yeah so and they go to the group date, and it's a stage, and the over-sexualizing for the sex-positive girl begins. Uh, and it's, it's the exploitation of the virgin, yeah, as absolutely. per usual. I This is my takeaway from that this date, which we'll probably get to, but they put the virgin on the very sexual date, and he's having internal conflict the whole time and that's the whole thing right that's uh, the, the whole point of production so sad. it's a stage with all these kind of like sex toys and thingamabobs and dingle hoppers and a, <laughs> a bed with heather mcdonald who i've never heard of in any capacity no no maybe you see d-list celebrity i don't know who she was and they have that little sex quiz and the question is like biggest sexual organ and she says brain which is perfect for love on the brain i think that's actually that's how you fire that's someone right. up right at least love for me it's through the brain that's how i get fired up and um, like we said, of course, Mike the Virgin is on the date and he is put in an awkward position, so to speak. Uh, and a lot crying. of a lot of questions. It makes so much so sense. Sad. He also knew. Like you have to be responsible. You know, I think coming you know. On. I think you do know. And I'm just there's probably there's so much shame for a man to be a virgin. Nowadays, Whereas like if, then if you have a woman who's a virgin, it's like oh that's so innocent and cute and sweet and that makes sense. But if she's like a quote unquote slut then there's exploitation for that and so you could tell like he didn't seem ashamed he just seemed like uncomfortable this isn't this is not something i want to share with all these men around i want to share it with her makes so much sense of course but if you know anything about chris harrison might be gone but the producers are oh yeah no no they're the real demons like i've said from day one (laughs) anyway connor b catman goes first and he rips out that guitar very good and he's got a sweet singing voice he's got legitimately funny lines i I was totally at this point i was like i'm a connor b guy at this this is awesome he loves him uh, legitimately talented you know, I, th- I definitely think he's got a real shot through these two. And then we get Christian's Boston accent detailing a day in the life, like a a common day in the life, wash the dishes. Yeah. And we need Max here to do the, the Boston <laughs> accent. Yeah. But you liked it? Did you think it went well? I liked it. Yeah. Well, he ripped his pants off. So, oh, you know. right. Yes, yes, yes. He was no, detailing and then weren't going to have a couple of hours and then yeah. rips his pants then off. Then who knows what's going to happen. Yeah, then I remember Trey went with the puppets. He seemed to get that a lot was, of laughs. Yeah, that was seemed good. And I think laughs is the way for Katie here. I feel like that's They the, really went quick through a lot of Yeah, them. they did. I think that we had Justin rubbing her feet, which yeah, was interesting. Yeah, Garrett, who still really hasn't gotten that much screen no. time. He did something with Garrett, a blindfold. The ghost. Courtney, thinhead. <laughs> Courtney, thin Courtney I can relate to this carrot. Yes, yeah. Then back to Carl. 
Um, yeah. Eyes just as far it apart was, as his judgment. It, was it seems to go on for a long time. I bet you they really cut that down because all the guys I think were. So they were really. They upset. were not about he was, it. Started roasting the other men. Yeah. And it just took a turn. It was not the he right. He wasn't way to really go. talking about anything. It seems no. so motivational speaker. What a load of I shit know. that is. I, I thought know. those died off like years ago. That still is a thing. That's not a fucking real thing. I thought. Yeah. They oh, obviously, God. like, you could tell the tension starting to build. Like, yep. people are getting annoyed Making with Carl. and passive-aggressive comments from the guys. Ugh. They really don't. He's, he's, like, we were wrong about the villain last week. There's a new villain in yep. town for sure, and his name is Carl with a K. Um, <laughs> then, yeah, then finally the virgin comes up, and he's really he nervous. so good, though. But he's really sweet and genuine. He kind of reveals, he kind of reveals mm-hmm. he's a virgin. Did everyone get it at that point? I don't know if they fully did. I don't know. I think it he was a, super clear a very subtle... Which is so beautiful. He sat, they sat on the bed together, and he read her like a vulnerable poem. Yeah, it was. And nice. she immediately starts crying, yeah. and could feel the you know genuineness of it, and it really was. I didn't expect this much crying from Katie early on. Beautiful, to be and something she said was, "I just feel like he sees me the way he wrote about me. He really sees me," which is something in the beginning she said she wants a guy that knows her and that really sees her, and yeah, she so feels we all like want, isn't it? he can, she can open up to. I yeah. think. I think he's going to go pretty far, but it's going to be a disconnect. I just don't eventually. think. Eventually. I, I, I just don't think values-wise. She's wise. so... I don't know if you saw the barstool thing that that came no, up. Of, of um, I guess... Uh, this is funny. Even this is making me uncomfortable. You know it's really bad. Katie, an old story, but way before Bachelor times, yeah. and she was like trying to kind of just be funny on Instagram, was talking about um, during anal, you know, going on the guy. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> they brought it up on Barstool. I'm like, I'm not surprised. I mean, everyone has that conversation, I'm sure, once in a while. But to go from that to a virgin, dating a virgin, it just a seems little a little bit, bit too of a disconnect is what I think. Yeah. I think I never get that okay, actually. All right. Well <laughs> so, regardless, got to be happy for Mike. He won the trophy. Felt yep. like he felt like way more comfortable afterwards. Yeah. Like, oh, I can All the guys kind of... were accepting. Yeah, it was really cool, I Beautiful. think, overall. Beautiful. Anything before we move to the night portion? No, that was about All right, it. yeah. Katie's uh, looking real cute is what I wrote down. Here comes the awkward interruptions and the weird kisses yeah, that I think was, was going to go down. And Connor the cat goes first <laughs> with a, a plan to kiss her, which was kind of weird. She's like, I need, he's like, I need to redo it. And uh, I, I, I've never made a plan. I've been like, if it works out, this is, then I'll do it. But I've never like planned to kiss someone. Really. Well, here's the thing is I've noticed from this episode, like he, he said it went too out of hand. He like rushed it. But Katie goes for yeah she's the one i I have in here we're gonna start calling it katie kisses because this is something else she's the one that like train coming off the tracks right away is the intense one and so i think it's hard not to get caught up by her intensity right 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 and he kind of does the second time it's really not that much better there was a little much with the hair but i think the first one he's a little freaky and i think she's down and i think they'd have i think they'll go to fantasy i also wrote down he said he seemed nervous i thought he was very bumbling he's still a very nervous and he he owns his vulnerability um, which is again super manly to me, but there's still there was something slightly off about the way he was acting to me. It wasn't I guess it just wasn't that smooth. Um, in, no, in I ways. think I don't. I think he's still a little bit bashful. Yeah. and, and nerdy. And yeah, nerdy. Just, maybe maybe just not. A yeah, not, not used smooth. to doing this very often. I, I don't think Katie seems to notice. I don't think she's looking for smooth. I think she likes I the think, weird. I don't know if she's looking for it, but I think she'll. She like wants it. it. Yeah, I think that's my my okay. theory because this has been again the vulnerability is great, but you need. I think you need both. You need the balance between the vulnerability and also some strong, attractive, strapping man, even for Katie, I think. That's yeah. just my opinion. We'll see how it, how it goes. I also saw that, you know, Katie pulls away um, from the kiss and he wanted to keep going. And that's always mm-hmm. a weird, yep. 
well, weird thing you have to judge and, and be aware of. Then the date card gets read uh, off off of the group date, and it's our boy Greg, who I found out graduated from St. Joseph's in Metuchen, which I famously uh, attended for a year. And I'm thinking there might be enough connection there where we can get our first contestant on the show. Maybe we can reach out to somebody, somebody else. Maybe that would be great, right? That would be really great. He's probably got to wait till it's over. Has uh, to wait till it's over, and I don't know. I think he would think it's beneath him oh yeah we're probably we don't have enough <laughs> following at this point but hey that's, that's not gonna stop me from trying maybe it, uh, that's the only way we would get someone through like, on a greg if i keep him, writing but... your name with two g's even though you only have one yeah he looks like a greg with two right? well, three g's like i said <laughs> but i know what you mean so then we back to the day and some other guys talked to katie we were really focused on carl the yeah, energy he, was he's just scary great. he's not got a like fan. not a good approach it's like another one who's not smooth well or it sounds like he's done sales like he was making it all about and that's what the guys were saying a competition like i gotta get that rose right. mindset on that rose and i'll do whatever it takes and even when he was it's with very her, motivational speaky which is a, to me a bunch of fucking bullshit that you're is. trying to convince people who are unconfident to pay for your services that are really when not you're probably fucking... so insecure that you have to motivational speak yourself out of your insecurities right. which isn't genuine no it's not and you can tell he, he does say He's he cracking. thinks they have chemistry that he thinks so um, and but I guess after that performance, how has Katie do you not recognize yeah. like this guy is a yeah, quack? Yeah, he's not one. Yeah, I don't think he's an absolute quack. <laughs> <So> <laughs> he, I guess at the very end, he's got like the fuzzy handcuffs on. They didn't true. They didn't. It didn't work out. It didn't work. And he's, <laughs> he was interrupted by Prince Charming um, himself. Thomas. What's his name? Thomas. That's it. Thomas. And um, they share a Katie kiss. She's like all up on him. Katie was, kiss and like. She loves him. This attract, is something. At least attracted to him. He's going to be a main player because that happens with a lot of people on The Bachelor where. They haven't really had time. I feel like this is how it was with Rachel and Matt. Like they didn't have a date or really anything specific. It was just a feeling, yeah. like a connection. And uh, that's yeah. kind of what Katie and Thomas were talking about. Totally. I don't see them together. No, they look, that's not what we, that's what I, like I was kind of saying before. Maybe she wants that kind of opposite than what she thinks she wants. That happens a lot. But then they started, the kiss was nice. It was a Katie kiss. You know, and he's so tall and she's again so little i've never and, like, seen kissing like this on the, she's on an animal lap. yeah it was go time there was she's, no she's got two yeah, levels zero and ten that's <laughs> <laughs> and it's great it's great she's just being Alrighty. herself she's so confident and he got the rose yes the date, date rose. rose goes to thomas after the big kiss and i'm not super surprised like we were just talking about and and then the first one-on-one with greg starts and uh before we hit that i have to mention box boy fell over on the while well, they're all watching them go away I just, oh yeah I, I love a good comedic fall it's always so funny to me i don't care especially in like a serious situation this was an intense date yeah it's a sort of a country I, I date. really is my favorite part of the episode yes it's good to eat katie being from washington state says she uh, grew up she went camping with her dad and fishing and all that and we'd love that date obviously our dad wasn't really into that life but now we live in Colorado and I can't wait to start camping. I love fishing. Fishing's, fishing's fun. Yeah, I go with Max and like, I, asked, I want to do it all the time. His friend and I didn't remember catching any fish but his friend did and it was so exciting. Yeah, because you <laughs> kind of sit out there for a long it's time so fun. and it's, it's such a chill vibe and then it's oh, not. All of a sudden yeah. it's not and you want to catch it's one. It's really and, fun. No, it's really cool but um, I could definitely relate to Greg the New Jersey boy had a hard time setting up the tent um, <laughs> but you know a tent. But he a, did such a good job playing again, it cool. I the same thing. Super not see, supernatural but he gets it done. This is this is the thing about Greg that why we were all confused and why he reminds me of one of my exes who might be listening okay. to our podcast yeah, now. So. so he doesn't care, I don't think. No. If you do, let me know. Um, it's this sarcasm that's so dry and it's a little bit of a put on. Yeah. That it it seems in disingenuous yeah, or like totally. he's hiding like a ulterior motive. And there is in that like I want to be charming and mm-hmm. sarcastic and but it's a flirt. 
thing. And so like you're intrigued, but you're also like, but are you being real right now? Right. And it's, I've put on that before. I, I, I find it attractive. And right, it works I think he, he did such a good job of yeah. like not knowing how to do something, but. He got it done. He didn't give up anyway. and didn't like joke about it. He just got, you know, he just. And the way he talks it about her, he's like, she's so fun loving and he wants a girl that doesn't take life too seriously. No, they seem like a good. They were very match. comfortable with each other. They do the toilet trick, which I've never heard of. I, I no, that's it. I love that. Yeah, better it made than a lot of sense. in a hole. Luckily, yeah, there's been like usually a lot of outhouses where I've gone camping. I've only taken a pure dump outside once, I think. And it I was, have not. I've, I've avoided it. <laughs> I'd rather. At this point. I'd rather have that that thing where it seemed a little more comfortable, where you don't have to squat. Uh, and then while he's on the toilet, she gives him the look and he kisses <laughs> her, which was funny. I thought it was they, funny. They laughed about it, and again, they seem to be pretty into each other. I think he's a. Uh, I think he's a front runner at this point. They play horseshoes. Have you ever played horseshoes? Yeah, I think so. At it's a fun par- for a couple parties. Rounds, yeah, a couple rounds, and then it gets, a, it gets a little boring for me, but um, it's still fun. And that's when you know the day portion. We get more into it the nighttime, but this is when Katie tries to make it a big deal to him that listen, yeah. this is I used to do this with my dad, and she's like, emotional, as we know. Like I think even like. Some Kate May stuff like duffers or certain things that we do that like our mom loved oh, totally. is a big deal to let people in on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she was very upfront from the beginning, like my dad died. And you can tell it's I think having a parent who's died where in the beginning I was so nervous to say, well, my mom died. Right. And like because it makes other people uncomfortable. Totally, totally. And now I say it almost oh, yeah. I tell just it to, to people make on the people street. uncomfortable. I yelled out on the way here. I yelled out on the, on the street to a guy. Hey, my mom's dead. Yeah. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. I'm just kidding. But, but sometimes I do that did, now, like where it's so comfortable and easy. It's so, but, I'm so, yeah, because I was used to it. But you're but right. You in can the very sense beginning, the discomfort, she's like. She's very uncomfortable. She's uncomfortable and like she's trying to get a sense if he can handle it and he's a little bit uncomfortable. I was going to say, do you do you think that there was any unprocessed grief there a little bit? Because she even mentions that. So you figure out how to hide your emotions, I think she said at one point, which is we, we know is well, not Well, I think she's right how she mentioned like grief is different than a sadness because grief, you're never going to not be sad and you're this isn't something you get over well yeah you just she says get, I have you get down. better at quote-unquote hiding well that's what she Go says ahead, she, it's beautiful she says that the thing about losing a loved one is you never get over it you just get better at dealing with it and like i think that's that makes sense of that's course, exactly what mom. it is i it's, agree with that completely it's not so much like hiding it but you get better at having it be a normal like you just part said, of you, your experience. You had the first couple of times were very uncomfortable to me, but as you said it, it's like, oh no, wait, people are usually very receptive and they feel sorry for you. And it's if not you're over comfortable with it, they get more absolutely, comfortable with absolutely. it too. Absolutely. I feel that But way I could too. tell like, and the way they were teasing or he was teasing, I've got, I connect with her more than she knows. I was like, what is he going to say? Like, is he going to open up to her? Like he's lost somebody, but if he did, why wouldn't he say it right when right she's there, talking yeah. about it? So yeah. I really didn't know what he no, was going to talk he, about. He kind of let her just know that she's safe. Yeah. And which, that's great. The perfect amazing. thing to do we love in that, that situation. But there still was a little bit of like difficulty. I think she sensed a bit of his energy. Yeah. Why it Tighten was kind of uncomfortable to open up. Totally. And we moved to the dinner portion mm-hmm. and that seemed to go great too. Like I said, Greg is definitely a cutie. And then sound the first oh alarm of the God. season. I was crying. Trauma bonding. Trauma bonding. Trauma bonding. Greg says, one day I'm at a Knicks game. The next day I get a call. My dad has stage four cancer. And I'm like, okay, I love the Knicks. Go Knicks. But what does that have to do with anything? But either way, it's a story you kind of put into. That's how we found out like that it was so sudden and it was only two years ago. Right. Which is very recent. And uh, it was just in his memory going fishing with his dad. And that's that's what I was thinking about the first date thing, too. And how that was probably enhanced the like trauma bonding of like, because you could tell she was crying and she was just like so much more into him. 
that he had a dead dad too. Oh, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> and like, it was just like, and he went fishing and she was just like, <gasps> oh my, my God, yeah. it's meant to be. <laughs> right, we bowled totally. up dead dads no, and fishing. Think, and it's, that's going to be, if this one doesn't work out, I think it's going to be a really intense Yeah. Breakup. And we've seen a little scenes that it might, it's always gets a little screwy no matter yeah. what. So we'll see how that goes. But we talked about it last season. The only people that understand what it's like to lose a parent at a young age are the other people who have lost yeah. a parent fully. So like you said, perfect trauma bonding. It doesn't get any more trauma bonding than yeah. that. And I think this is where Greg moved into a first place all by yeah, himself. Yeah, he did such a good job. It was so vulnerable and um, genuine. Again, like this is where these moments, you can't fake that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And then even afterwards when he was like, well, basically what I'm trying to say is like, I'm here for you. Like yeah. it, that felt really, I feel like you can't fake that no. really. Can, I mean, if you can, I feel like I've done a good job of being able to suss it out with contestants in the past. His felt genuine, even if they're, they have a big immediate because that's what I was thinking. He got first impression rose yeah. and then first, first date, date, which that you happen? know. That doesn't happen very often. No. And which you know, like often the first date starts to panic a little bit because mm, it's a long right. time Good until point. you get that one-on-one again. And Great so point. I wonder what it'll be that like him be being problem. so vulnerable, her being so vulnerable, and then they don't get that time. Mm. I wonder how he'll handle it. That might be the wrench. Yeah. And after the crying and the dinner, there's some fireworks to top it off. Seemed oh, like a yeah. pretty spectacular first yeah. date as we yeah, have this, this episode that we are focusing on first dates. That was, and even that was the, the men at the house were like, if he comes back, we're in trouble. Is kind of <laughs> yeah, what they totally. said. He, they know he's the front runner and he's the... Uh, the, uh, the golden goose at this point. <laughs> okay. then, um, then the shift, unless you had anything more to no, say. No, that yeah, was we, we did pretty well. And we shifted <laughs> to Caitlin and Tasha waking everybody up in a very annoying fashion. I don't know why they have to do that every year, but whatever. They hit the group date, and it's immediately wrestling, which uh, we, you know, we have I all that. I'm <laughs> so... so... Even with the guys, huh? No, I can't okay. do it. It's yeah. so uncomfortable Especially to me. Especially this thing. I'll, it's impossible. I've wrestled before with guys it's almost impossible to not take it seriously at all because just the testosterone it's just your biology kind of taps in yeah, and there's people watching and, and it's, so there's a woman the girls watching, watching and yeah. the girl you want to fall in love Katie, with you gotta win and Caitlin, who are three hot. beautiful women it's very uh, different again for this is the whole thing this I is the show I, um again mud wrestling that was we said and greg uh has some the first one was it greg no who who, who battle hunter i forget is there another greg i wrote down greg no, but I didn't. I honestly big, like did not make many notes because it was right. so uncomfortable that, for me. This is the Bachelorette. Memes. I made notes, Aaron and Cody, because obviously that, right. that was well, going to happen. The first no one, what. Hunter, had some guy had some weight and size on him, and they're into it again. Like I said, testosterone does not really allow you to just take this easily. I right. would I would hate the state on the in uh, any scale. I would not a big touchy guy, as you know. I don't like. Yeah, because it's also a like a little bit like sexual <laughs> it's it's very sexual and, and you know that's all good and, and fun if you're if you're into that but it's 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 there's something about it there's you know i grew up everybody my friends wrestling like yeah, crazy and i'm lot. not super into it was i was always kind of like on the outside and once in a while usually drunk if i need a couple yeah. drinks to me then i'll then i'll then i'll get a little touchy but but um <laughs> you know i actually had one i wrestled at the wedding before the wedding i was at with like a 40 year old kevin who was proving something to his son i believe and i was calling all of that out and i woke up the next day with a sore neck and i was like i why the fuck am I doing this? It's so fucking stupid. And, and, and just yeah, so they all could definitely get pretty hurt. John had to take on the pro football player, which is a really tough spot. Again, in wrestling, in real life, yes. there's weight classes and high That's classes. Andrew S. Yeah, yeah, Andrew S. And he's he's getting slammed pretty good with just that robotic smile on his face. I know, like, that was quite so, a funny. He's yeah. a good sport. It's really hard he to do a in a lot of ways. He seems like a good guy. 
Um, then lastly, the famous, as you mentioned, the Bachelor Showdown, first of the season, Cody versus Aaron. And there's real blood here, so uh, I'm a bit pepped up when it comes up. I'm ready to watch as a spectator. Uh-huh. I do. I, I love it. I, I love to watch it, but I don't want to be in it. Cody just has that, like, oh vacant... <laughs> Both of them do. Look, that reminds me. <laughs> two of the dumber contestants on Bachelor so history. Many... Yeah, Aaron's. Dumb. Oh my god! He, you can we're, tell we're Aaron is not smart, but he's trying his. But be- he reminds me of like the baseball. Yeah. Kids from our town. Totally, totally. Oh, I don't know if I should say that. The wrestlers in the baseball too. The dumbest. <laughs> They're just not like. <laughs> You know, maybe it's not dumb. It's just, like, not as eloquent with, like, their words or Stop. the way that they communicate. <laughs> <laughs> no, the totally. they communicate as, like, we'll, other people. Yeah, we'll definitely get into Aaron a little bit more. Okay. He's funny in the, later on but in the episode. But I just wrote that it was hard to watch. And, like, they, immediately they were, the women were like, there's something Yeah, they were on. going harder at it than anyone else, yeah. obviously. And they were both holding their own in ways, Um, um again, this, so there's no kind of place where this jingles Jamie's jangles like, in, in any way at all. There's no kind of primal kind of, like understanding no. okay interesting i don't find it attractive yeah no i, I get it but just even no primal no nothing besides outside of the brain nothing no if it's like a man like i think they've done like i think they did like viking games in one of them or no they were in maybe scotland or ireland i forget on whose season it was i think it was hannah brown's they all had to come out and watch that one. in kilts and do okay. like different solo oh, that's better, yeah. things that i Strength, like that better but no yeah no one-on-one <laughs> no battling. not it because it's just like just like the awkward i'm a man you're a man and right. we're trying to do something i don't like fight the, for this the, woman i don't like watching anybody fight there's something right. about it that is oh no it's, it's, it's to my me. brain tells me this is horrible but there's something in me that says i know oh, that's com- i know that's common for like I mean, videos of people fighting wouldn't go it, it just it's not my thing no totally get it and but <laughs> aaron won and he won the overall belt and luckily nobody got hurt so i guess that's the most yes. important thing and then Katie directly addresses it right away. She says, you know how I feel about the dumbass showdowns. Uh, nobody who's involved in these showdowns ever ends up winning. And, and I don't care if you win or lose no, the showdown. No, you never do. You never Whether go on Whether you're telling on contestant. somebody or you're the one. There's no winning side. No. The best way is to just fucking not mention. Just yep. stay in the, Rachel K, just stay in the corner. Don't Let say a word. Let it come out. Yeah, but it comes and out of our theory of, I don't feel like I have a chance, so I have to downplay somebody else's totally, chance, right? Totally. What did we call that? The Something in Switch? Well, yeah, well, well, let's go back to Aaron here, who seems like an absolute California meathead. No offense well, again, but but just listening noises. to him talk is just his nails mouth, on a chalkboard yeah, to bad. me. What did he say? He's like, he's talking to Katie, uh, just them two. He goes, I'm not going to say he's like necessarily a piece of shit, but you know, <laughs> it's, it's just like eight years old. He's just eight years old. It yeah. just, pri- again, speaking primarily, it just makes me want to vomit. And then we hit the cocktail party. And she pulls Cody immediately and says what Aaron said. Ugh. And another Nobel Prize winner here, Cody, no! doesn't do himself any favors. No. He, he, what does he say? That's just not factual information. He had just nothing to say. He was vacant. Like in his yeah. mind, you could see he was the like, how do turning, I not lie? Yeah, the wheels are turning, but he's not He's not good at it. He's not no. good at it. So, you know, he's, he, he kind of know he's fucked. He's stuttering. He's floundering. And he gets sent home. But um, like I said, neither of them Yeah, are Katie's make it working anywhere. quick. That was the yeah. feedback that her season ended early because she just. No bullshit. Like, yeah. really is no, going like right that. through it. Send them both on, but this is when we start to see a major, major trigger for her is this wrong reasons thing. And it yeah. comes Ooh. blowing up quick. I feel like this is the quickest it's ever happened. Yeah, it didn't happen yet. It's about to happen at the cocktail There's party. something about the wanting, like, maybe she's going to be like a fool or she, you know, I maybe it's she's put her all into a bunch of relationships in the past yeah. and hasn't been met. And so she doesn't want that to happen again. But this is a huge... Because she hasn't been that emotional in the right. past. 
and it's a big this is a big deal for her right well it's gonna be a it's a wound um it's we're still at the after portion of the date currently and poor hunter still can't get alone time he's such a cutie he just wants that alone time and uh, then she shares a nice moment with the cute football player andrew s Uh, she seems to like him hello love yeah and max does that to me (laughs) and it's one of my favorite it's a good one terms of endearment and they had a really good really nice kiss uh interests and in, in katie yeah he got the vibe back up like yeah. he really got the i think he did it great where he was just like other people might not be here for you but here's why i'm here yeah. for you i want to iterate that and then all us. the other men did the same thing yeah. so they saved it sometimes it can put a real damper on the night but it was they okay did a good job i don't i didn't remember anything super else notable well andrew and her bonded over their upbringing of being right poor and yeah didn't have much as um, children that's and that ended up getting him the rose and then i did write down hunter does finally get some time and write, wrote her a note which was sweet yes that's and a nice got a move. shout out too about the note yeah but which is she's great not and, right now i don't think so either and andrew <laughs> s gets the date rose no real surprise he's the only one on that date wrote that i thought was like really uh katie was into yeah it was really that's the it was True. almost like a lot of times in in maybe in elementary school they would put you up in two groups and then now knowing later as an adult it's like the one group that can work really well together and has a good chance and then it's like, <laughs> the other words, like kind of all over each other yeah. and that's kind of how it felt the other group date i thought had a lot more prospects yeah. overall but again we don't know anybody yet we'll see how that's that funny. goes and then we get to the cocktail, and this is when I was going to bring up the cocktail party, and she's in that green dress looking Ooh, really, really Yeah, hot. they all were like, oh, She looked shit. really, really pretty. And for whatever reason, Michael A. didn't didn't get on any of the dates. That didn't that doesn't the son, happen. The he's with the son. Yeah, he yeah. didn't have any. He wasn't on the... Maybe he said he couldn't wrestle, and they so they brought him... I was thinking that might be a possibility where he wrote in... in well, this happens often. There's too many men that... Really? That's yeah, happened where some don't get any three dates? Yes, oh, yes. I don't, I don't no, it's okay. very common in the beginning, and that's what really... And it is, they were right either for two options. One, she knows she doesn't want to pick them, right. or she knows that there's a solid connection and she'll get to them eventually that right. it's safe enough. And I think I did see in the scenes from next time he gets a one-on-one date. So I think it looks that way, but what I liked was that he t- she took him aside Steals him. immediately and said, here's why I didn't take you on the date, which no, she's the honestly amazing. She's, she's the just best bachelorette. So communicative, so far. very attentive. I feel like most leads would wait until they... Come and say, like, oh, yeah. oh I didn't That's see you, you know, but she's very she's aware and she does the right thing. Yeah, very. I'm loving. not a fan of Michael A., I will say. Their no. talks, I think he's like, he's a sweetheart, but I don't know. It was just something about him where I was just, it was so goofy and yeah, not, not just, in the right way. It just didn't, it didn't flow. It's typical. For me. I don't know if you remember Evan Bass from, I think he was on JoJo's season and then he was on Paradise and he was his dad and just like yeah. awkward. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He ended up with, with one Carly, of the, yeah. But and, then they divorced. Right. It was, well, we see that from a mile away. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he's like, he's not my type and it's awkward and weird, but like a good person. Yeah. You know? I'm sure he's cool or whatever, but a good mm, dad maybe. Good but dad. he did get a kiss, but it wasn't a Katie kiss. No. It was just a kiss, just a regular uh, yeah. regular human being kiss. And then... Then it's crazy Carl time. Uh, level, he does level crazy look. Le- level-headed John comes in. Hey, Carl, good to see you. <laughs> <laughs> Chill out, dude. The John was just did like, what are you doing? Did anyone say that? Because that would have been hilarious. Up, That's why he does have, kind of have... The Carl in Billy yeah, Madison crazy has eyes. Carl. Can you perfect. do the, the laugh? <laughs> yeah, I, I think he's doing, he's doing Eric's laugh. Yeah, right, right. Impression of an impression of an impression. If anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, it's Billy Madison. Go and check that go check that movie out. But I think we might have a little crack and attack here, Jamie. Crack and attack. Is that what you're thinking of before? I Kyle. want to wait till I wrote it down now because right. Carl knows he's outmatched. 
usually it takes longer, but he knows immediately. He knows like, oh, I'm just a bullshit motivational speaker. I'm fucking full of shit. And he's like, I don't want drama, but I'm about to start some drama. Everyone always says, the most dramatic <laughs> people always say they hate drama. That's true. Um, she, uh, she, so she's talking to Gaston and he's sweating again. <laughs> it's Thomas. <laughs> and, uh, again, I'm not sure how I feel about Thomas yet, but she's definitely just super attracted to him. Thomas looks like somebody else, a baseball player. I just keep yeah, maybe he's got a little jeep. Trying in him. to think, there's, there's, you're right. He looks like a just a, either a Disney prince or mixed with like a professional like a baseball, baseball player. player. Yeah, I think he's got a baseball butt. And then we got back to Carl, who talks to Katie alone. He drops the bullshit bomb on her, and she's pissed immediately. He doesn't want to go into details, Woo! which is so obviously bullshit. She that anyone gives everybody a, a big old talking. She's to. straight up and is like, "Fuck the games. Tell me who it is." She's yeah. just like, tell, just fucking tell me. Don't just bring it up and don't say it. And he he doesn't have anyone to say because he's full of shit. And she knows that immediately. I just really, again, I wrote down, I really like Katie. She's just handling all this and really then, well. And then, like, so she goes away, grabs <laughs> grabs Aaron, and yeah. Aaron is shitting and himself. This is like, yeah. I, I just, liked, uh, <laughs> this is when I started to change my opinion on Aaron. Because I, I thought he Aaron, did a good yeah. job. I thought he did a really good job for his whatever brain capacity he went he's with. He went with her. Well, I liked how he defended her. I thought that was awesome. But he went with her, and you could tell he really thought he was going to get in trouble right. and have to defend himself. Was in the until she was like, well, I grabbed you because I trust you, and I know I want your he's opinion. Like, oh. <laughs> and he was like, oh, sweet. well, everyone, I don't know what's going on. But he really didn't know, and then he goes back to the men and once was this after Katie's speech? This is after Katie's speech because yeah. she needed some time. If you're not here for me, then get, get the, the fuck out. out. I feel like there's one line. That's, yeah. like, they say that at least once They showed once it early. Time. It happened so early. Because yeah. um, Hannah Brown, I remember, had something like that. You're right. Too. This is a fast track, fast track season so far. Oh, yeah. She's, you know, she's really wanting what she wants. But sorry. Yeah. They're all um, trying to figure out who said it. And Carl is just fine. full of shit. He's caught. <laughs> It was me, it, you know, like he's flopping uh, like a fish. Now I've been in that situation so many times. Yeah. Where they're trying to figure out who did something. There's one. And you're time. holding it. Can I get away with it? Can yeah, I get away yeah. with and it? Then I was like, and then it comes out. It's like, no, it was me. It was me. And it just comes out like that. But that's why Aaron was right. He was like, "Why are you manipulating her to think there's yeah. something going on when nothing's going on? Like it's bullshit." He She's was crying in there. He what gave the, fuck's the beautiful your wave off at once. He's like, "Yeah, I love it." <laughs> Again, he might done. That doesn't mean I don't like him. He, he seems like he an looked, awesome he dude. He looked hot that day. Yeah, he looks, he's very attractive. Yeah, very, he's he really might attractive. he might stick around for a while. I think you know? so he, until a we realize there's really nothing much. You else can't, there. yeah, you can't move to level two again. <laughs> this Carl guy, he's dead man walking, just so unself aware. It happens every season, just unbelievable. And I, I have to say, it's someone being a dead horse, but a motivational speaker. This guy is. That's his job to motivate people to do what? Just be idiots, just be like unself aware. It's so so unbelievable. And as we end. Katie's crying and there's no rose ceremony. Uh, scenes from the future seem pretty dramatic. I don't know. I, I think this was a great episode overall, though. I think it was a good Bachelorette episode. I enjoyed it. I think maybe it's good that we get to the demons early and expel them as quick as possible. And she lays it on the line. This is my intention. Like, because that will really scare somebody. If you see a, a woman like crying and making a big deal out of it and you in the back of your head are like i don't know if i like this girl i really do feel like yeah to a certain extent it's gonna get to your conscience no matter what you know so hopefully they everybody act i think carl's gonna be sent home at yeah, the top of next could've. week's episode yeah, they're I think, gonna do they're gonna start the next episode with the rose ceremony yeah and i think eventually all the men are gonna go to katie and be like that's carl he's starting yeah, the show he's carl. the one it's crazy <laughs> <laughs> it's he's uh the uh the vice president for madison industries and hotels but all right, so we have no rose ceremony, so I figured yeah. we'll skip. Or we'll save our top three for the yeah, that's next a good week, idea. and we'll do that. And all right, anything we missed or thoughts unsaid for this episode? I think it was a fun episode. 
No, I I definitely enjoyed it. And I, yeah, I like Katie as a lead. She brings an authenticity and like a realness to everything that I appreciate. Yeah. I hope she finds the person. Really. Yeah, Greg's the front runner. I don't, again, he doesn't, again, but it still doesn't like stand out. Like for me, Fully click? even no. Brie for me last season, like stood out. Rachel Kate's like, oh, he really likes no matter what. But Katie seems to really like a lot of guys. And if there's one that stands out, it's, it, it's Greg. But it's because Connor B been the too. Only one. I Connor think... B, but still, there's something with me in them that just doesn't seem super great. Again, I'm still laying down hope that she ends up finding nobody on this. On this True. Time. No, it would be cool if she if she finds it. But you know, it's it's still such a weird process, and she knows she doesn't have to. And after this, again, I always think the even Matt James or whoever, it's like you have a you can open yeah. up to the entire country and there'd be a, a million people who don't out. who aren't attention seeking going on the bachelor but yeah so good luck to katie and um great episode i think we ran for 70 minutes so we will <laughs> skip off uh, a email, email the quails, quails this yeah. week and put that in the rose ceremonies next week and be back next week yeah you guys can dm us on instagram too we're in the process of creating a love on the brain instagram mm-hmm. but if that's a little easier than email we love that. We love just love to hear your feedback. At gmail.com. What we'll, you like to hear, what you don't like to hear. We want hear. to hear about your first dates and your recent dates that yes. didn't go well. Any kind of me- we don't we won't use your name, just some kind of messy situation that you got yourself in there. We love that shit. Any themes you want us to talk about and hear from us? Yeah, you know, we're, we're, we're willing. There's going to be um, the bigger portions in the in the front head of the episode will we'll get bigger as they were today. I thought yep. the conversation on first dates was great. Also, if you didn't, you thought it was too much and oversharing, and then let me know that too. Sounds good. We're looking for feedback. We're okay, open and ready. Feedback. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please follow us on Spotify and continue to listen and, and feedback. Anything else, last thing? <laughs> My allergies have been really bad. <coughs> Salute. 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 The allergies have been pretty rough. <laughs>